I'm Alex DeCampi, writer of No Mercy from Image Comics and Grindhouse from Dark Horse Comics, and you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. Because if you're thinking inside the long box, you're very small or very skinny. I think everybody's awake, so we're a little louder than before. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Juan Doyle and Gabe. Yeah, it's a quarter of ten. <laughs> I woke up late today too. We and Alicia slept in like an hour. <laughs> I woke up at eight. I was like, "Why?" Well, what yeah, but you went to sleep at four. I know, but I also don't usually wake up at eight. Hey, everybody! What up? Oh. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Sorry, oh. I got distracted. We definitely just started talking. It's good. Yeah, yeah, we're on our favorite 2021 movies of the year. Woo! Oh man, I guess I gotta look at. This is what... a hard one too. So while while you're looking, I, I looked up another M- Empire magazine. Empire Online, I think, is a pretty big online presence. Um, so I mean, I can't like I can't tell you how many of these movies I've never even heard of. Like I did this. Is too. that what you're looking at? <laughs> well, I did. I did earlier, and I was just like. I, me neither. I've heard of 10 of these movies. So their number 20 is a movie called Barb and Star Go to Vista Del Mar. And I'm assuming with a title like that, it's probably a comedy of some sort. It is very funny. It's like, yeah, I watched yeah, it with Mal. It's I knew super... I could count on Gabe for some of these. <laughs> it's like I, I just, super, super dumb. I just haven't even heard of it. Like, I don't like imagine like. An hour and twenty minute Saturday Night Live skit. It's super stupid. So, <laughs> um, number nineteen is a movie called Censor. I've never heard of it. At the center, I, I think I've seen the trailer, but I haven't seen it. So it I says, feel like I didn't watch that, but I don't even remember it. It says at the center of Prano Bailey Bond's beautifully constructed psychological horror debut is one of the most captivating turns of the year. Neom Algar plunging down a rabbit hole of gore fest and giallo lighting against the grim backdrop of 80s Britain. I feel like that's something that Gabe would watch. Yeah, I need to it's look at something that. something I would watch, too, but I, I feel like I did watch it. I don't remember it. <laughs> Which doesn't... Starting with a C? Censor, yep. Starts with a C. C-E-N-S-O-R. Like censorship. Nope, definitely didn't watch that. Number 18 is a movie called Promising Young Woman. I only got a 69% Metacritic, so like, how's that a top 20 movie? No say, senor. Um, number 17 is Shiva Baby. Yeah, nope. No idea. Nope. Never heard of it. A thr- uh, it's not a thriller, it says. Uh, number 16 is Annette. Nope. Number 15 is The Father. Yeah. That's uh, it's with uh, what's his name, Hannibal Lecter, who uh, the ori- not the original, what the hell's his name? Uh, I know you're dialing the guy from the TV show, Anthony Hopkins. Oh yeah, isn't that the original? Um, number fourteen is Petit Maman. Yeah, nope, no idea. Number thirteen, and if, if Gabe hasn't watched this, this is insane. It's a movie called Pig. 
I haven't watched it yet. I almost <laughs> I almost like purchased it blind on Blu-ray like a couple weeks ago, but I haven't I have not seen it yet. This, I will is, see that. It looks That is incredible. on my that is on my to watch list. So at least I've heard of that movie. So the it, for those listeners, the still that I have in front of me is literally a pig and an old chubby looking Nicolas Cage. Yeah. <laughs> like I think it's basically the plot of Mandy, but with a pig, <laughs> and less probably less demon hallucinogenics. Oh, it says it. It looked like we were going to get a ridiculous thriller in which Cage hunted down the kidnappers of his abducted hog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number twelve is Gabe's probably top pick, which is The Green Knight. I'm actually having a hard time with my top pick on this one, so. Keep talking to me about movies. <laughs> the, the number 11 spot is The Power of the Dog. Never heard of it. Number 10 is Another Round. Um, and it looks like it stars the guy who's going to be the new uh, Harry Potter villain in the Fantastic Beasts, Mads Mikkelsen. Well, talk about a trailer that did nothing for me. <laughs> I don't think they want to give much away. I love those movies, but yeah, but even like the part where he's like, the manga wall has big up, like it just felt like no feeling. I was like, <laughs> it's like, damn, this movie is gonna suck. <laughs> Number nine is Titan. T I T A N E. I mean, where do they get these movies? Like, these come out somewhere? Like, well, you yeah. Gotta- <laughs> <laughs> you gotta remember kinda, a lot of these are probably where I'm at, though like i i'm pretty like i'm pretty up to date on movies that come out and i haven't heard of most of these me too i pay attention because i like to watch new movies and i'm like i've never even heard these names before so my my guess for some of these is that because we we as a group uh you know you obviously you guys go watch your own thing but as a group we don't watch like a lot of drama shit we we honestly don't really watch a lot of comedy shit and so I feel like some of these top movies are critics like drama stuff. But I still think I would have heard their name before. <laughs> yeah. Like I I feel like I've seen enough television and like movie trailers and watched enough information about this that I would have heard of some of these. Like genuinely I've heard of like two of them. Three of them. So for Titan, it says, what do you get when you combine two lonely protagonists, vehicular vehicular intercourse, and bone-crunching body horror? As it turns out, a surprisingly tender meditation on finding family in unexpected places. So it's just a remake of Crash? How do you get body horror and tender in the same movie? Movie number eight is called... Super Frozen. The Mitchells versus the Machines. That movie was fucking awesome. Is Gabe frozen to you too, Juan, or is it just me? Uh, I don't know. I can only see you. Gabe is frozen. That's okay. We're not recording his face right now. Oh. Can you hear me Fro- at least? Yeah. So Your face Mitchell's is frozen in the weirdest way. <laughs> it, Mitchell's versus the machines was absolutely f- freaking amazing. Like, that was such a funny show. Number seven I, I is a movie called Palm Springs. I think I've heard of that, but I don't know. And it's it. it stars. I think this guy's from SNL. Um, I don't know his name though. Um, number six is Spider Man No Way Home. It was very good. 
I very much enjoyed it. <laughs> number five is West Side Story, which I've also heard is really good, but also that not a lot of people are watching. So it's weird because, like, there's just not a lot of people that watch musicals that are under the age of, like, 50. <laughs> so, like, all of the CDC recommendations for them are to not go to the movie theater but they only released it in movie theaters. Ah. I think they like really hamstrung themselves by like not thinking about their audience plus like what's happening in the real world. So the other part of it, honestly, I did see it. I feel like it was just an updated version of the old movie. Yeah. Which is okay, but it's like, that doesn't blow my mind. That doesn't blow my mind. I think of like top movies. No, not at all. Like it's, yeah. Number four is something called Nomad Land. How are we in the top five and I haven't heard of a movie? Like There are no exploding volcanoes or celestial brawls here. Just gorgeous widescreen vistas and beautifully handled human stories galore as Francis McDormand's Fern takes on a nomadic lifestyle and traverses the American expanse in the wake of financial catastrophe, finding valuable companionship and odd jobs as she moves from place to place. I'm telling you, this it smacks of a melodramatic, critic-loving movie. Yeah, I think I your that. list is like, Oscar bait. <laughs> right, it could be. <laughs> I totally get that. I'm just like, but where did they advertise movie for people to even want to go watch? <laughs> like top 10 Oscar bait movies. <laughs> um, number 3 is a movie called Minari. And it stars the uh Walking Dead's Glenn Campbell, uh Glenn Campbell. Um <laughs> Glenn. Uh, I don't know his real name. I can't remember his real name. Oh, that um, number two is The Sound of Metal. Oh, that uh, was pretty cool. I've heard of that. but. And then number one is Dune. Surprise. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, this is a really tricky one because I love Dune and Green Knight. Um, but I think, I think I like Dune better just because it's something that I have been waiting to happen since I was like 14, like a Dune movie that actually expresses like what Dune is about and how it should look. And I mean, just everything about it screams, we took the book seriously and that's awesome. So... So honor- that's where I'm honorable mention Green Knight as what I assume Green Knight. Yeah, because like for me, visually and like thematically, it was just an absolutely stunning and like thought provoking movie for me. So, yeah, that's kind of my two for lack of a better term. But Dune is definitely my favorite because that shit was absolutely incredible. <laughs> what about you, Doyle? See, if we would have asked me right after Dune came out, Dune would also be my favorite. But then I saw Spider-Man, and then Spider-Man was my favorite. <laughs> and then I watched The Matrix, and I'm pretty sure The Matrix is my favorite movie of the year. Nice, dude. And, yeah, I don't think it's even particularly close. Like, that movie hit all of my nostalgia buttons, and 
it just it looked sick. I thought the writing was sick. The nostalgia was sick. Like the new elements were amazing. Like, and fucking half the movies just replayed parts of the old movie, and I don't care. So, so that's the that's the one thing. And I love I loved the Matrix. I thought it was good. I I would watch it again. Uh, I have to try and convince my wife to try and watch it with me as well as Spider Man. Um, but the one thing that threw me out every once in a while was those little subtle call, the, it, literal flashbacks. It's literally playing five or ten seconds of the last few movies, like yeah, throughout the whole movie. Thirty minutes of the old movies <laughs> in this movie. So <laughs> it's, awesome. it's like why? Like I've seen all three movies already. I get it. Like it's just. It, I it, don't. Yeah, I don't care. I think they had to for some people. I'm sure they did because not everybody's watched the movies to death. And well, not just not everybody's watched the movies to death, but like it's an old enough movie that there's like an entire generation of people that haven't seen it. Oh yeah, so, sure. yeah, sure. But I mean, you have to. There's a lot of that stuff that probably has to happen just so people understand what's going on. Well, so so what's funny to me <laughs> is this movie does unapologetically go like if you haven't seen even if you haven't seen the movies, the callback scenes will not get you there. No, no, no. So this the, movie is like if you haven't watched the movie, just go fuck yourself. <laughs> it, it's it's funny to me because the the some of the callback scenes are scenes that I think that even if you haven't watched, you probably know. Like you get a callback scene of the red and the blue pill, but you don't get a callback scene. And this this is a very minor spoiler, Gabe, because it doesn't really do anything. But the Merovingian comes back and his minions fight. Neo and and his new crew, but there's no callback to like a deep character. There's there's no like who who's this dude? They just talk about him a right. little bit and then they start fighting. Where they give the big the biggest scenes that you've seen to death in in Matrix, you see ten or fifteen seconds of the last movies. Like it's a weird thing. Huh. That is weird. I don't care at all. <laughs> and the end and the end credit scene is complete nonsense and it's hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the end credits? Scene? Yeah, the Cat Matrix. <laughs> the uh, it's a good movie, though. I definitely recommend watching it for sure. I enjoyed. It. I can't. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, I was. I was pretty blown away because I went into it expecting. Maybe that's why I like it so much too, because I went into it expecting it not to be good. Because like everyone keeps telling me it's not that good, and like I went in there and I was like, these people are retarded. Like. <laughs> It's super, super meta. And Neo's not quite as, like, karate as he was because he's old, man. Like, yeah, can't do that shit anymore. He still moves pretty good, better than me. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, but yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know what people are wanting out of a new Matrix. Like, it's pretty sick, I thought. Who knows? <laughs> people are dumb. So just to go back, Dune has an 83% critic score and a 90% audience score. Um, Just because Gabe chose it as his runner-up, The Green Knight has an 89% critic score and a 50% audience score. In general, people hated that movie. Uh, the Matrix 
has a 65% critic score and a 63% audience score. Oof. What the shit? Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's just not well liked at all. <clears throat> and my pick for the top one it came very late, just like I'm sure everybody else's did, but Spider-Man is my pick for sure. It is fucking fantastic. It, it's a, It's... Like it's so hard because it's one of those you 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 hear multiverse of you know madness is coming soon and this is kind of where it starts and so you get to see so many old faces that you haven't seen in a long time and I feel like Peter Parker from the original movies kind of felt like the soul of the whole movie once he was introduced into the movie right and I just I loved it like it's it was so pandery to people like I I love Spider-Man it's probably my favorite superhero but I just loved the whole fucking movie I think it was the most fun movie of the year for sure I would agree with that like I had a blast watching it and just watching like all the crazy like I've, they're not even like cameos but like the way they used like the villains and stuff from the old movies was great I also like that they allowed Willem Dafoe to just be full Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe, to me, is like now the best bad guy in a comic book movie (laughs) ever. Oh, for sure. And I didn't like the first Spider-Man that much. I thought the first Spider-Man was kind of hokey. Like, I did. I loved it when it first came out, but I've rewatched it. That movie does not hold up. Like the oh, first no. Tokyo Aguirre Spider-Man. I and think like, I think that's what people wanted out of a comic book story at that time, though, was hokey. Yeah. Yes. It yeah. was. But I mean, legit though, like fuck. He beat the fuck out of Spider-Man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I, I love it. I mean, uh, Electro got redemption. Uh, like you said, Willem Dafoe, he smashed that fucking helmet within five minutes of being on screen, I think. And you just got full Dafoe face for the whole rest of the movie. And it's just, they just did it so well. Like I, I'm not a, I'm not a giant fan of Andrew Garfield, uh, as far as his Spider-Man versions go, but he stole a lot of the scenes that he was in and they, they called back to the, the amazing title and Toby called him amazing. And like, it's just the funny little things that you pick up on. Yeah. I want to hear you say it. (laughs) I also, (laughs) I'm the lame (laughs) Spider-Man. Not to mention the motivation of all of the bad guys in that show just makes sense where that's really rare. A lot of times, like I don't understand the mode, like the motivation of a supervillain is like, kind of like what the fuck, but like the fact that like green goblin is, you know, has an alter ego. Like he doesn't really want to do the things he does. It's just, He's crazy. That makes sense. You know. Well, and I think they just, they don't want to die. They don't want to, they, now they know they're going to die. They've, they they right. know that they've died already. And the motivation is like, well, fuck you. Don't put me back there. I'm not trying to die. And so that, that's a very easy motivation. <laughs> but, I mean, to me, that was the motivation. second, to me, that was their secondary motivation. Like Electro, like he has, he doesn't want to go back to being, Nothing. You know what I mean? And then this new universe offers him that, like, in a way that he can't, he couldn't get from the old universe. And the same thing goes for, like, even the fucking reptile lizard man. He just, he's evolved. He just wants to evolve everybody. He's like, I know the goodness <laughs> of being a lizard man. You're going to love it. <laughs> like, it's a, it's a weird motivation, but it totally makes sense. 
He's like the, he's like the character that I feel they use the least effectively in the movie, though. Oh, which yeah, they really totally s- don't. They don't use him at all. But he's yeah, like, he's, just, he's like there, says a couple things. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Sandman made sense to me. I like how they <laughs> redeemed Doc Ock because he was never really a bad guy. Right. Andrew Garfield finally got to catch somebody. Yeah, his, girlf- his <laughs> yeah. girlfriend didn't die. <laughs> well. His girlfriend's, or Still his dead. friend's girlfriend and his <laughs> girlfriend's analog. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that one's tough. <laughs> no, I I absolutely love this movie. And like I said, I, I to me it felt it kind of felt like uh, the uh, cartoon one. What what's the cartoon one called? Oh, the Miles Morales one. Yeah, Into what the Spider Verse. It kind of felt like that, and and I, like I said, I enjoyed how Toby came back and kind of felt like the, even though they're kind of the same person, he felt like the father of these other two dudes because he was just the old Spider-Man dude. He fucking put on a suit and then he was doing back stretches and shit like that. It's just funny, the little funny things that they did through the whole movie. No, I agree. Toby McGuire was definitely, like, redeemed in this movie because... They did him wrong, Spider-Man 3. <laughs> they sure did. The only part of the movie that sucked to me was the use of Venom. <laughs> you I'm didn't like, like why? that at the end? No, I liked that fine, but it was... Why bring him in to the Marvel Universe to not use him at all, to, to then exit him from the Marvel Universe? He I existed that- in end credit scenes. Like, I think it's mostly just to, like, have a little, like, basically have a little fun with the idea of, like, Marvel credit scenes. Because, like, they're probably not going to use them in the MCU, but they... I, from what I've heard, they're definitely not. But, like, and I do get it. It is fun. Like, I totally understand all that. But I'm just, like, but he is still, like, a beloved version of the character by fans, which I don't understand I actually both Venom movies are pretty garbage, but uh, <laughs> all he did was like drop off the symbiote, <laughs> and he, he introduced the symbiote into the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, let's see how that goes. <laughs> oh, I'm sure that'll be a pretty big part of the next movie. <laughs> did you the see the Spider-Man movie? Did you see I mean, the uh, trailer for the Multiverse of Madness? Yeah, yeah, it looks sick. I can't wait to watch that. I think it's going to be really interesting. Doctor Strange is my clean, I think, as far as like a single character Marvel movie goes, it is my favorite. Because like there's not like one of the mashup ones. Because <laughs> my real yeah. favorite, I think Winter Soldier is my like real favorite. Winter but, Soldier is pretty amazing. Dope. But, uh, so I can't wait for this one. I think it's going to be sick. I'm, I'm loving a lot of the stuff that they're doing with the Marvel Universe right now. It it should be really fun over the next year. I don't even know what they have coming out this next year. Lots. Uh, Morbius is coming out, like, right away, like, January. And then Into the Madness, I think, is the next one. After that, I don't know. Let's see. I know they got a lot of TV shows. Doctor Strange, Moon Knight, Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, 
Yeah, Morbius is first. Yeah, you, January 28th. She-Hulk is in post-production. New Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special is in post-production. Secret Invasion is filming. And Black Panther Wakanda Forever is filming. I'm still waiting to see how they transition the, you know. The Black Panther thing. Yeah, should be really interesting. Love and, Love and Thunders in July. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1 comes out in October. Uh, Black Panther comes out in November. Moon Knight doesn't have a release date. Neither does She-Hulk. Neither does Miss But they Marvel. are supposed to both come out this year. Yeah. Secret Invasion doesn't have a release date yet. I Am Groot doesn't have a release date yet. Miss Marvel. Can't talk about a movie I'm less excited for. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a TV show. The MCU be making with the first, first Muslim superhero thanks to debut of Teenager. Oh, are they going to do that, Miss Marvel? Not, not. Yeah. Not Captain Marvel. Okay. Yeah, no, they're no, going to no, do no. Kamala Khan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm a little bit excited for that. <laughs> I love her ability too. Just like yeah. smash. Okay, I'm yeah. normal again. <laughs> That's really fun to me for some reason. Yeah. I'm excited for that, but Captain Marvel, God, what a stinger. <laughs> I am two episodes away from watching that. Mel and I are doing like the full like cinematic universe in chronological order, so we I are... discussed two- it multiple times, but why can't you just make a good female version of something? Well, no, there's plenty of good female versions of something. It's, there are, it's, but I feel like they haven't done it for recently. Me it's, for me, it's spy movies. Like, they can't make a good female spy movie. It's awful. Like, or, like, I feel like female action movies are really far between as well that are good. I think a lot of female action movies are, are comedies. Yeah, but they yeah. used to do them. They used to do them, like, all kinds of stuff. We've discussed it before, but, like, Terminator, Aliens, like, those movies were sick. Nowadays, you put, like, a woman in the lead, it's like, why is this garbage? Like, I don't understand. Well, so I, I think, I I don't think, think a big think, part of it... Oh, I was just going to say, I don't... I don't I was too young to remember how those movies were were advertised. So I don't know if those movies were ever like here's the female like amazing action star as much as it was like here's fucking Terminator and here's aliens and then you just happen to have an amazing female actress taking the lead role. Like I don't I think that a lot of people and I, in my heart of hearts, it has to do. I feel like with representation, which I, I don't. I think we pander too much to representation sometimes, and so they beat you over the fucking head with, "Look what Sandra Bullock's doing." I definitely don't like that, but that still doesn't dissuade it from being good or bad to me in the end. But I think like, I, I think less people watch it because of that. I think a lot of people, less people will watch it if they're getting beat over the head in trailers and things about how, check out this Hispanic dude or this mech, the black guy or whatever, you know what I mean? As opposed to just showing me a cool movie. I definitely agree with that, but I'm still saying like, but I still do watch them and I still think they're bad. I still think they're bad at the end of the day, <laughs> what I'm saying. I just don't get it. Like, what was that? that I don't want to go to. I just like they haven't made one for so long and there are... In my opinion, too, there are more good female actresses or actors, do you still call them, than there are male good actors, in my opinion. I think they're like, we're oversaturated with good female actors, but whenever they get like, they're they're the helm of a movie, it's just like, ah, that movie's bad. Right. No, I get that. Maybe it is just Hollywood trying to pander too much in the making of the movie in general. I think it turns a lot of people off. 
I think so too. It turns me off, but again, like I'm willing to give it a go. Like, but you're like you're talking you're about different. like TV shows, like the the Batwoman TV show. That I forget that woman's name, but she's a good actress who played Batwoman. Yeah, and then and they I, just. I got over the fact that they pandered up the lesbian thing, thing, but the show was just terrible. Like I don't understand it, and because Batman's not unique, he's just a dude with power. So that should transfer instantly over to a woman. <laughs> Just as right. easy. Like, she knows kung fu. She's good at beating up shit. No, it's terrible. <laughs> oh my god! Talk about another freaking trailer that does nothing for me. The new Batman. Oh man, I, I'm super excited for it. Dude, uh, it looks like emo garbage to me. I, I'm super excited for Batman. <laughs> what sucks is I I really like Robert Pattinson as an actor, but this movie does not look entertaining at all dude that scene where he's like standing in the middle of like his triangle written out of like pain and he has like the black makeup running down his face over his eyes i was like wow i was like like why choose why choose to do it that way (laughs) yeah like i just i can't think of a worse way to do that at this point to me it's like if you are that sad you're probably not a vigilante. Also, on top of that, like, do we really need to know how sad Batman is again? Like, it just, it seems like such a complete and total retread of the exact same thing. Like, it doesn't, nothing about it seems interesting. I'm excited about it. I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to hate it. I can already tell, but... (laughs) I don't see how they're going to redeem it. Like he just looks like the mopiest moper ever. Like this person would not be fighting crime. They would be in a psychiatrist's chair trying not to kill themselves. Like if that's how you walked around every day. And since when is Batman invincible? Always. That scene where they're four feet from him, like nine dudes shooting like fully auto into him. And he's just walking through them. I'm like, that's not Batman. Batman is like a tactician. He's a detective. He's sneaky. He doesn't like fucking robot through the front door and get blasted to hell. Like, right. I don't feel like they understand the character at all. <laughs> uh, sorry. Well, <laughs> we can't see you anyways. You're still stuck on this face. Mm, nice. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I see me now, but I'm just stuck. That's fun. It even comes down to the things I've heard about Patterson saying about Batman. But what? Pattinson? Whatever. Pattinson. You've heard some of his interviews, right? Where they're like, why wouldn't you do this for the character? And he was like, ah, I don't care. <laughs> he's like, he's like, the, just like, he's like oh, the that... opposite of Cavill. Yeah. I was like, that makes me want to see the movie a lot. <laughs> like, I do want to see the movie a lot. You're right. We know you do. <laughs> we and can tell. How can you? That's how okay. can you re? How can you retread that story and make it better? Is what I'm saying. Who knows? I don't think you can. I mean, you're like, you're, I, you're you're 18 Batman's deep at this point. Yeah, but the, the if you're going to tell the super serious, like not all encompassing comic book story of DC's like most iconic superhero at this point. And you're going to do it from like a super serious like drama style. I don't understand how you're going to outdo the Christian Bell Batman. 
I don't think so either. Like, I don't think there's a way to at this point. Like, I think that's why they haven't even tried as far as like the. It was so good. The new Batman goes. They're just like, fuck it. He's in a different universe because we can't do that again. Like, <laughs> you can't get a better set of bad. I mean, like, I don't know. I just don't think you can do it better than that. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Like, I think it's. Yeah, it, it's 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 been done so well, and it's not just been done so well once. It's been done really, really well twice, and then just kind of meh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that that's it. We're done. We're just going to tell the same Batman story over and over again and hope that it makes us a bunch of money. And it probably will. It oh, will. Absolutely. It absolutely will. There's People I mean there's that, To me this is the universe that the Jared Leto Joker fits into, which says everything I need to say about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Joker ever. <sighs> that's funny. Oh man. Well, my friends, well, go to TLTLB. we're at the end of the year. Um, yeah, we are. Oof, we're going into season four. Close soon. <laughs> Netflix is going to cancel us. <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't already. Yeah. Fuck you, Netflix. Oh man. Well, I guess visit us at totlb.com. That'll tell you how to get a hold of all of our different things. Go to youtube.com/slash thingy outside the long box. And, of course, give us a call on the Michael Kirk Memorial Hotline. Uh, it's the end of the year, so I don't want to make up any more stories about Michael Kirk. I just want to say he's a nice guy, but, man, he's dead. Uh, give us a call, 970-573-6148. Until next time, I've been Gabe. I'm Doyle. I'm Juan. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, talk to you guys soon. Bye. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah!